welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Gabe Fall. Today, we will be talking about the last major update in Super Mario Maker 2, Jason Schreier's new home after leaving Kotaku, and is Microsoft messing with us in their new Xbox Series XXL trailer? <laughs> Maybe. <Nope. laughs> also, Animal Crossing adds a sloth. Will John play it now? Spoiler alert, no, he won't. <laughs> this is episode 44, and we're recording on Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. I am joined by John Swansong Swanson. What's up? Hawk, hawk. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Driver's License ID. Check it. And, of course, I am Gabe Fall. Housekeeping, if you guys your listeners want to be a part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on we know you do just go ahead and contact us you can reach us at mn gamers podcast on twitter if you don't use twitter you can email us the old-fashioned way at podcasts at mostly normal gamers.com nailed our it. website is live <laughs> mostly normal gamers.com go there and check it out it looks really good. I really like I've it. Been there. You can learn more about us. I've been there. <laughs> yep, AJ's I've been there. there. John lives there. It's I great. <laughs> it's better to live online yeah. now than about in the real world anyways. Yeah. Oh, speaking of <laughs> which, I already told cool. Gabe this, but you guys want to have your minds fucking blown? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I guess maybe this won't blow your mind, so <laughs> maybe I should take that down a notch or two. But our fucking neighbors across the street, are having a child's birthday party, right? Uh, that kind of does blow my mind. What the fucking stupid shit is that? Exactly. Exactly I what I that. thought. And I was like, oh, it's probably, you know, just like some, like maybe they just put up a banner and it's actually just their like in-home family and they just wanted to make it feel like, you know, there was right. a party going on. No, there's fucking, people actually brought their kids and I mean, there's not like 50 people or anything, but there are people out there. And I'm just you know like, what, someone, what the fuck are you doing? Do you know what someone in our neighborhood did, which was pretty cool, is they had like the entire family all like in their own cars, and they were like driving around. I mean, I live in a townhouse neighborhood, and it well, it's not like a block, but it's like a tiny little square that you could get around. And yeah. the whole families were, like, driving around, the cars, like, honking their horns and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and it took me a second to figure it out. And I was like, oh, it's, like, someone's birthday. Because they all had, like, signs hanging out their doors and stuff. It was pretty cool. Like, that that's how you should do it. Yeah, that's the best way. But then you can't really have any drinks if you're, while you're doing that. Uh, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. But I could. I mean, my brother <laughs> lives in a small town in Iowa, and they do something very similar to that, I guess. Like, I don't know if it's every night or... But they all gather in this like little circle town, part of the town, and drive around until they see somebody that they know, and then just sit there in their cars and talk. Interesting. Really weird. Or maybe that's just how people operate in Iowa. Either 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 way, it could be true. <laughs> I have enough. Um, I have enough PlayStation Four parties that I don't need to do that. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. know, Maybe it's just a indicative of my antisocialness, but. I just think that was so, that's so fucked up. And this is, this... The birthday party, to be clear. Yeah, the birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Not the okay. driving around and whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems over, 
over the top for this time. But anyway, be safe, guys. Be smart. Yeah, don't have fucking birthday parties and social events, especially with individuals. Yeah, (laughs) you could have birthday parties and social events, like in the world of a video game. Yeah, like in Destiny or Final Fantasy XIV or Zoom or Zoom or yeah, just go on Zoom. Or Animal Crossing. Yeah. Or, or Animal Crossing, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> That's the most relevant game right now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know why that one wasn't the first one to pop into my mind. <laughs> that actually is a pretty good transition to what we've been playing. If you guys yes, want, I can go first. Is. Go for yeah, it, man. All right. Yeah, so speaking of Animal Crossing, I forgot to buy turnips. Not this Sunday, so I'm good for this week. But last Sunday, I forgot to buy turnips. So for those of you who don't play Animal Crossing, turnips only go... They're like... The, they're basically like the main market of how you make money in Animal Crossing. You buy turnips and then you sell them at higher prices, right? But they're only for sale on Sunday morning. I'm not exactly sure of the time frame. But I forgot to buy them last week, so I'm sitting here watching everybody talk about their turnip prices. I'm getting fucking turnip FOMO over here. <laughs> and this week, I was like, alright, I can either pay off my house or I can go hard on turnips. <laughs> So I bought like 500,000 bells worth of turnips because I have to make up for last week. So I'm hoping uh, I'm going to go check my prices after this. I'm hoping they're up today. If not, maybe I'll go on Twitter, check around because I'm seeing people post all the time like my turnips are going for 550 bells. And I'm like, damn, I paid 100 bucks for mine this week. So that would be isn't there there's isn't there like a website where you can check all that shit out before you jump on? Apparently there's like a turnip predictor or something. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. accurate it is. Um, oh. I've never tried it. Frankly, I'm too busy playing like other games. Um, I'll just check, jump on, and see like if my turnips are more than what I paid for them. Then I'll just sell them. Yeah, uh, there is a website called turnip ex- or turnip dot exchange dot com ooh. that you can go to. <laughs> where you can look up the turning prices for everybody. Like, come over to Pittsburgh and uh, shout out Nicole. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so I've been playing just a little bit, just enough to, to keep my turnips and check the prices, and that's pretty much it. I haven't been maintaining my houses or picking all the fruit or weeds or setting up for my concert or anything like that. But Yeah, I'm, a, I'm very similar when it comes to games like that even if there's stuff on like you can check out reddit and shit like that you know mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff and i'm i'd just rather play the game i guess than read about it so i yeah do it you know for sure and then the other game i've been playing which i've talked a lot about last week is final fantasy 7 remake and i rolled credits on it last night um, nice yeah i can't I, my opinion of the game hasn't changed it's amazing it's a it's a little bit longer than i thought it was going to be actually i kept thinking oh no i'm getting close to the end and then another 10 hours would go and i'm like oh no i'm getting close to the end and it took me about 54 hours to beat it on normal because well hard mode doesn't lock unlock until after you beat it on normal anyway but um it's kind of cool because now that i beat it i can go back and play chapters so there was one chapter where I think I might have mentioned to John last week we were talking about side quests where I had like missed a couple. Yeah. I can go back and get those now. And it's cool because it doesn't make like a whole new game. 
it, it just like adds what you completed on hard onto what you already did, if that makes sense. Yeah, but why? I mean, but why do it? I guess because well, you've already finished the game. Well, there's certain apparently there's some story branches that I didn't realize. No. Oh. Not extreme, but there's, like, yeah. some other ones. There's, like, some different dresses you can get for Cloud and Aerith and Tifa when for, like, the, the I don't even know what you spoiler, call it. Spoiler, like, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. You're, there's apparently nine of them, so. Okay, yeah. I keep forgetting that you've never played the original John, so, like, that's not a spoiler for normal people. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like the dress. say that spoiler's like, yeah. 23 years old. Oh. <laughs> the, the dresses are like a big deal in the Final Fantasy VII land, at oh, least. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then the credits were really cool because they replayed like all of the major cutscenes next to it, which were really awesome. And I just can't speak enough about how much I love this game. The graphics. Like, what do you think about the graphics, John? They're kind of unbelievable, I feel like, especially for yeah. what it's doing, and it's never chugging. So, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think the main character models and the environmental textures and stuff are pretty fantastic. Like, Aerith's house is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. But if you zoom in on those flowers and stuff, it looks a little bit shoddy when you look okay. up close. And then the character models of the NPCs that you come across, I feel like looks they're they're very distorted and unrealistic in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But the the main characters and the ancillary characters that are so like your the antagonists and stuff like that look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um and the animations during the battles and stuff all look fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's almost like they somehow made, like, the magic waves, I guess, look like water in the air and stuff sometimes. It, yeah. Not even, not even for, like, a water spell. It's just, like, I don't know. Like, they're so flowy and wispy. <laughs> yeah. It has that, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's I can imagine what this game will look like on next-gen systems when it has ray tracing, you know, that can Mm -hmm. show the detail with that stuff a little bit, or markedly better, I mean, Mm -hmm. not a little bit better. Um, It should be really cool. Mm -hmm. Having a good time playing it, I I really like it. I was surprised when IGN gave it an 8, and now I can kind of see... So far, I kind of agree with that assessment, I think. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit biased just because I love the story so much. I just sure. can't get enough of it. And I'm all, I just reached the what whatever the Coliseum or whatever and mm-hmm. bought all those people in the Coliseum. So now I'm just doing the side missions. So I have a considerable amount of the game remaining. I was actually just about to bring up another thing that unlocks when you get to hard mode are more battles in the Coliseum, and then there's like another training simulator thing later, which is basically the Coliseum, but without the Coliseum. <laughs> uh, uh, so there's more of those on the hard mode, which is cool. And I am I think I'm going to try to play it on hard mode. I already did the first chapter up into the Scorpion boss, yeah. but I failed the Scorpion boss twice so far. I've heard, uh, dude, that's so far, that's the hardest boss I think I've fought, actually. Well, I mean, you can't use items in hard mode. Yeah. So, like, oh, you can't yes. use items? You can no, you use, can't oh. use items. So... Which is fine until I run out of MP and I can't cure myself, and then I'm like, 
Okay. And you just gotta use ether, bro. You can't. Or... You can't use items. Oh shit. You have to wait till the next rest point or like go back uh, to it. You previous. literally just said that. <laughs> why i'm not listening well to be fair i would have thought the same thing <laughs> like i tried to use ether a couple times i'm like oh yeah that's right i can't do that and Are then it throws spells? off your strategy because i'm like shit i haven't been saving my mp because i could have been using like non-magic attacks and just saving the magic for curing it gets into like crazy it's a lot harder which i actually appreciate because i thought for the most part the game was too easy other than like some crazy boss fights yeah I think I'm doing all of the side missions until there aren't any more before I carry on to the main story. So that's Same. always just kind Four. of my MO when I play these types of games because mm. I want... I've probably told this story before, but there was a game on Dreamcast that I played called Evolution that was a turn-based RPG. And I got to the final boss and found that I hadn't like grinded enough. So... I was too underpowered and basically couldn't beat the game and I couldn't go back and I would have had to start all over again. I couldn't go to a different save or whatever and yep. grind. So I spent however many hours on this game. So I make sure to do that. For uh, sure. I also keep separate saves, just a couple. Yeah. As well, because yeah. that happened to me with Final Fantasy nine. Oh, gotcha. I like got to the end and I couldn't beat the dude. Yeah. Or no, 10, 10. Sorry. I beat nine. Um, Ten is the one with the Blitzball, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got stuck on that one. I haven't played enough Final Fantasy games to know, but this is the only one I've played other than 15, and I don't recall from 15 well enough, but do you... So you know when your ATB gauge goes up, right, and you can choose to use an item or a spell or an ability? Yeah. Like, if you choose a spell or an ability, usually it'll... Use your ATB, and then sometimes if you get attacked, oh my in god, interim period, yeah, lose. Say you did a spell, like you know, you, you can level up your spells to like one, two, and three, and they cost more. And so, like, cure, yep. cure, cura, and curaga, or whatever, yep, and they cost more MP. So, like, right, I do cura, which is 11 MP, and then get hit in the middle of casting it, and it. Not only uses my ATB, it also uses my MP and then doesn't do the fucking spell. Yeah, it's insane. And when you get later on into the game, there's some faster enemies. And and the the, the bigger the spell, the longer it takes to cast. So when yeah, you're casting exactly. Kiraga, it takes like, God, it feels like forever it sometimes. When, especially yeah. when you're like in desperate need of yeah. HP. But yeah, there's some, I swear there's some bosses later on that are like set up to shoot like at that time or attack at that time or whatever cast a spell at the time that like it knows that you're doing it and then does it <laughs> it's yeah. so frustrating so <laughs> is that is that how the game is designed or is that I a think glitch so. okay. i think it's how it's the game's designed because i mean there is a strategy about dodging out of the way waiting for them to m make their move then you bust out your thing because then you're fine you know after they do their attack and then you put your spell you have the time to cast, but yeah, I yeah, yeah, that's one of the most frustrating things because there's been a couple times where I was like about to beat a boss and then like shit like that happened. Yeah, it's like I almost it's threw my controller. Yeah, when you spend like I fought that fucking house last night, you know? Oh my god, oh, the house! Man. I had to fight that thing two or three times. <laughs> Getting the to the house. end of that, I was close to the end, but it took me like probably 15, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. and I had him pretty, pretty far down there and. 
had to do something and if it if something had like that had happened while i was casting a cure spell or whatever then i would have been screwed mm-hmm. i think some issues with that in the simulator like getting to the very last round like the fifth uh, round and then dying with the guy barely about to die and then you have to do all five rounds over again oh <laughs> nuts i haven't done that yet but oh i did want to say real quick it does seem to help if you cast a spell and then switch characters real quick Oh, know. okay. That's yeah, what I've been doing. It the animation. It's not foolproof, but if you pick the spell and then immediately switch characters, even if a lot of times, even if they get attacked, then they'll still cast the spell. Mm-hmm. So, Who's your favorite anyway, to play with so far? I almost exclusively play as Cloud, unless there's something I like of one of the other characters. What I do mm-hmm. find frustrating is that they won't use. For instance, Barrett won't use his overcharge unless you pick him and use it. Yeah, I've noticed that stuff. You and should I be don't... able to set like some auto castings or auto spells. And or you something. can't, right? I don't think so. Because you could in other, like in 15, if I remember correctly, it was a lot more adaptive to the way you wanted each of the four characters to behave in battle and stuff. Yeah. Or in like P4, Persona 4 Golden is that way too, where you can kind of... Make that other characters behave certain ways when you're not controlling them, which I find to be more helpful, I guess. Yeah. But each character is very has their own downfalls and benefits, obviously, and I like they're equitable, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're very balanced, I think. Not one character is way better than the other, so. I think, hands down, my favorite character just like pure fun wise is Tifa because she's so fast and I love, I love staggering and then dive kicking people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's the best if you can stagger. Just, just like down kick them while they're down. It's so funny. Exactly. (laughs) It's like a full body double foot kick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it gets more badass as you upgrade it, obviously. Mm hmm. Sorry, this is, Gabe, how about you? I've only been playing Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I figured we would both kind of would combine ours there. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Gabe, what else have you been playing? I actually got to play games this week, guys. Yay! I'm really excited about it. <laughs> uh, so the first games that I've been playing, uh, I went back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey because that game is great. And AJ and I were talking a little bit about the this before the podcast, but I'm not very far along in it. I'm like level... 13 right now so i've got a lot more game to play but the reason i started playing that one was because my oldest daughter is just obsessed with the beach and swimming in the water right now and i thought i gotta play a game and then i thought oh i have to play assassin's creed because there's beaches everywhere in that game yeah (laughs) so she watched she called the lady on the screen mommy uh, oh. Cassandra, because I was running around on the beach with Cassandra. What? Yeah. <laughs> they, Sorry, Mom. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I haven't told Alyssa that, so uh, we'll see. I mean, she is a demigod. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it's just like, she's just saying that, that that looks like Mommy. And Cassandra's like in you know, great shape, because she's a warrior. So, Anyways, I was just running around on the beaches, and swimming in the water, and swimming with the sharks... And all of that, I couldn't figure out if there was a, like, an expo, not not an exploration mode, but, like, an education mode in that game. I wasn't able to find it in the options. 
Yeah. So there was on did, Origins, but I don't think there is on Odyssey. I think the extent of it is like certain statues have like a tab, like you press the button and you can read about it. But you got to climb yeah. on their uh, wiener first. <laughs> on their dong. Yeah. <laughs> Giant, huge hanging fallacies. I just sent you a dick pic of that like a month or two ago. <laughs> nice. That was one of my favorite things to do in that game is randomly stop places, take a picture of wangs and send them to my friends. So, it, this this happened a long time ago, but I told somebody about that. I told one of my friends about that. Uh-huh. And he did that. He bought the game, and then to show me that he bought the game, he sent me a picture of him hanging off like Zeus's <laughs> dick or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> As he should And have. then I was in the hardware store at the time, and I opened up the text, and I was like, huh? And I laughed at it, and I went back. And I went up to the guy at the paint section of the hardware store, and I said, I need a certain color of paint. And he's like, what do you have? And I'm like, hold on, I got a picture over here. And I pulled up my phone, nice. and I opened my phone, and that was the first big thing sticking on my phone. And I just like, <laughs> kind of opened my phone and handed it to him. And I looked down, and I'm like, uh, that's just that, that's oh. that's from a video game. Yep. <laughs> it's a game we like to play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He just gave you. He just looked to be like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, (laughs) that definitely makes it better. Just a game. (laughs) Anyways, my daughter really likes that game, Assassin's Creed. That is not the not the dick game. Um, (laughs) Interesting transition. Not sending dick pics to her friends. She doesn't. She she hasn't gotten into that one yet. No, no, not yet. Hopefully, not ever. Do time. Yeah, we've been we've just been running on the beach and swimming with the sharks and swimming in the water, and then that brought me to Black Flag, to where I thought, oh well, this is a game that's like all in the ocean, so I'm just gonna go play in Black Flag for a while. And that game does not let you explore as much as Odyssey does, which is yeah. kind of crazy because I remember that game being so open and this whole yeah. this whole thing of like it's just endless sea and this is a brand new yeah. thing that I've never seen before in a game. And then it so switch from Odyssey to Black Flag, in terms of that openness and in terms of how big the worlds are, it's Odyssey is just incredible. It's fucking and huge, it, man. Yeah, and again, I thought Black Flag was huge when it came out. Like, it's, yeah, it's weird it's, how our perspectives change over time, man. Like, I remember playing Odyssey and trying to get the platinum in that, and the only trophy I had left was discover or uncover all the map, and I could not find the gray area that was remaining in my map and it took me probably another 10 hours of playing the game and then just saying screw it i'm just gonna keep doing missions and stuff and hopefully i'll come across it eventually i did but that's how huge that game is and you can just climb wherever you want so did you you platinum to odyssey yeah i have like 98 percent of the trophies including uh the dlc in that game it's that game it's so great. It's yeah. just so good. It is. Part of me feels like I need to platinum Final Fantasy VII just because I platinum Final Fantasy XV. But it's just it's gonna be such a grind. I can already tell if I can't beat the first boss. Yeah, and I'm that's level not a good sign. Three, so I can only level up like seven levels more. Yeah. I think the cap is fifty. Is what when I heard. It's not like you can just go out and kill a bunch of random shit to increase your. You can go to the the Coliseum and the Sim uh-huh. though. And yeah. you can also, and I also found a XP materia that oh, yeah. it doubles my XP. 
so Damn. I can put it on cloud and then grind the Coliseum. There you go. Seems like you already figured out your way to get to that platinum, bro. I think I know how. I just don't know if I want to take the time to do it. <laughs> don't be silly. Of course you do. <laughs> well, There's I don't not know. a lot now coming here. out, man. Now I'm There's here not playing a lot coming out. DLCs for Odyssey. We'll see. What's uh, the- Come Deliverance again? I think I a friend of the show was playing that. Nick Speck. So Kingdom Come Deliverance is a game that it came out a while ago, and the goal was for it to be like a true recreation of the medieval Holy Roman Emperor or Empire. Okay. So it's everything is like super accurate. It's an RPG. Is it accurate like Bloodborne accurate, where you have to fight one thing with the sword and? No. No, okay. it's it's bloodborne or it's it's not bloodborne at all. It's accurate as in this is exactly what real life is. There's no bits of fantasy. There's no extraordinary things like oh. you're the son of a blacksmith when you start the game. And there's this huge political war going on between these two kings who both want to rule the country and people have different ideas of who should be the king and stuff like that. But you don't like. At least right away in the game, you don't get into that. It's just kind of this really... The best way I can describe it is boring Skyrim. <laughs> it's what it is. I like that. Like, I, I feel bad saying it because like I know the developers put a lot of hard work into it. And the game looks great. But it is just this thing of like... Yeah, it's kind of like Skyrim, but there's no magic. And you don't really get to pick your character. You're just kind of this kid... And he really is a kid. You know, he's kind of whiny and like... Oh, no. So you're like playing as Luke. Yeah. No, really. Really. <laughs> I mean... But Luke Skywalker. I mean Luke Skywalker from Star Wars, who's he's whiny sometimes in the movies if you've never seen him. Yeah. He's got to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> um, they, that's exactly it. Because I, I was playing it and he said something. The kid, The kid that you're playing as said like yeah i need to get out of here i know if i could get out of here i could be somebody and i was like that's fucking luke skywalker right there after the harvest <laughs> yeah this is after that last harvest now he's gonna say it after the next <laughs> harvest all right we're just gonna like go through every line of a new hope that's what this yeah. podcast has become <laughs> uh, so how are you gonna play more of it or yeah i think so Up which is which... deliverance yeah, I know I gave it kind of a bad review, but I'm going to keep trying to play it. It was a game where it's on xCloud, and that's how I've been playing it. So I've been playing it at work, and it's a fairly like safe-for-work game, because, again, it's just boring Skyrim, so you're not, you're not really fighting a ton of Is people. Is there dialogue branches and like story branches that you can influence and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. It's very RPG-ish, like, like an American RPG or a Canadian RPG as well. Where you're going around and you, there are many ways to complete a task or to do a puzzle. Like you could, if you need to get this axe from somebody, you could pay them for the axe, or you could kill them and take the axe, or you could mm-hmm. steal the axe when they're not looking. Like the, there's lots of different options to do the things that you need to do in the game, and then there's branching dialogues with pretty much everybody. Okay. Um, and the game really does just kind of let you do whatever you want to do. It's just the things that you get to do aren't very interesting. <laughs> so, Fair enough. 
yeah, so I'm playing through it. I'm a couple hours into it. Uh, I think I'll keep playing it because, again, it is one of those things that's safe for work where I can play play it in the break room, and I don't think anyone's going to get pissed. The reason I started it was because I did start a Plague Tale Innocence on xCloud, and it was super late at night and dark in my bedroom, and I wanted to play a game, and I thought, I'm not going to continue to play Tale Innocence because that's going to be too scary for me in the dark right now. <laughs> <laughs> So I skipped over that and went to Kingdom Come Deliverance. Um, yeah. Fair so it's enough. okay. It's okay. I'm going to keep playing it. But no, that I only think that it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to jump into the news. You can create new worlds in Super Mario Maker 2. This is from Luke Plunkett at Kotaku. It's a big deal so basically what i'm seeing here is that you could create an entire super mario game with super mario maker 2 john is that something that that you would agree with yeah i'll be playing well i also said this about the zelda one and i have yet to drop in back into that but it is kind of cool if you look at it it looks like like it looks kind of like mario super mario brothers 3 and it looks like they added they're adding some of the stuff from Super Mario Brothers 2, the the one that came out here also. Yeah. So which allows you to like pick up stuff and things like that and there's like a stealth mode and shit like that. So should make the gameplay quite a bit more diverse. That sounds really cool just to go through someone's own version of like Super Mario Brothers 3, you know, I just want to like go to different islands and play through a whole bunch of different consecutive levels that hopefully people aren't as mean when they're making like an entire world. You know what I mean? <laughs> It'll be more like a game instead of like a sadistic test of your patience. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one level of, it was all over YouTube and Twitch for a while. It was um, one, one with a twist. And it's just like fireballs everywhere. Yeah, and the person had to have memorized it because they were like perfectly going back and forth and you had to go forward and left and up and down to like just narrowly avoid the strings of fireballs. Right. Yeah, dude, people are so freaking brutal on that game. I think what they need to do now is they just need to make all of Super Mario 1, Super Mario World, they need to just take that entire game and do that to every level. There's one one with a twist, one two with a twist, one three with a twist, all the way up to whatever it is, eight ten or whatever the last level in that game is. Just have fireball chains everywhere. Sure they will. A bunch of crazies out there. I don't know, I think it's, it's pretty cool, but hey, do you guys have any ideas why this Super Mario or yeah, Super Mario Maker hasn't been as popular as the first one is that like no. nintendo's fault for not really supporting the community or what yeah i think part of it is nintendo's fault maybe not so much for supporting it but maybe just lack of publicity because you never hear about it you never see commercials there's and also i'm wondering if it because there's just so many more games on switch now than there was back in the day for the previous one yeah that was I like th- the only game you ever hear people t- well bayonetta there are a couple games on Wii U that you hear people talk about, but yeah, they're few so think, and far between. I think that's a big part of it, is that there's actually good games to play on Switch. 
was Super Mario Maker. So Super Mario Maker was on Wii U. Because I know for sure it was on yeah. DS. Oh, really? It eventually came out in DS? Yeah, and that's what I thought made it more popular was because it was on Nintendo's oh. flagship handheld at the time. Yeah, it is what it is. I okay. thought it was on Wii U because it had the dual screen thing. No, I mean, I'm sure it was on both. Like, Oh, gotcha. I would not be surprised if Nintendo put it out on both. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I think know. those factors all factor in. Yeah, I've heard it's difficult to find cool shit on Mario Maker. Like, it's not uh, curated very well. Just It's just that the couple times I went on there, I, w- I was like, okay, this is kind of cool, this is kind of cool. It was just like whatever was popular at the time. But you're right, there wasn't any, like, I don't know. It didn't. It could have been better. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how, though. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of the going sentiment towards that game, is that it could have... Mostly Nintendo could have done a better job of curating it and supporting it and stuff like that but whatever still fun for the amount of time i put into it and if i go back nice i think it'll be good i'm I'm just glad that like something like this exists so that yeah it's cool you you can still have those classic mario experiences and basically an unlimited amount of them i still think that's really cool pretty badass yeah we're gonna move on to the next story Another Nintendo story. Animal Crossing is still keeping things interesting with sloths. This is from Polygon. (laughs) It's written by Michael McWhorter. I'm 100% for sloths in Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's badass. I love sloths. As the Animal Crossing expert between the three of us, (laughs) I would say that sloths are good. Two claws up. <laughs> uh, his name's gonna be Red, apparently, and we missed a chance here, John. His name's Leaf, dude. I think. What? Isn't it? I thought it was Leaf. I don't know yeah, Leaf the sloth. Oh, well, who's Red? And Red, the fox art dealer. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be damned. Red, John, we missed a chance to connect Red with Death Stranding because it says that Red will occasionally come to the island via players secret beaches to sell in-game art oh wow there we go there we <laughs> so go he's gonna sounds like a death stranding tie-in for sure man oh and Reese is gonna be there aj are you still playing it just enough to to check my turnips like i mentioned before i think i'm probably gonna play a little bit of it later tonight just before bed yeah. do some fishing and stuff i want to make sure i catch whatever i have to before april ends and not be like right up to the out last hour left of like the this fish being available and then I finally caught it. <laughs> yeah. AJ did any of these they they expanded some of the or I shouldn't say expanded they introduced some new events happening. Do any of those interest you? The events are a May Day tour on May 1st through May 7th and International Museum Day on May 18th through May 31st and a wedding season from June 1st to June 30th. Yeah, to be honest, one of my only true criticisms of Animal Crossing is that without your own plan, there's like not really a lot to do at a certain point. So having awesome reasons to come into the game, like these Mayday tours, and, and, and the museum is the best part of the game by far. Oh, nice. It, it, it's nothing bad for sure. Uh, I will say the egg thing got a little excessive. 
And if, no, I'm, if, I, if, if I'm the first one yeah. to make that joke, then uh, good God, but. <laughs> uh, so I feel like some that must have been written somewhere, but I never read it anywhere. <laughs> There's so many damn eggs, man. There, my island is still riddled with eggs that like I abandoned because I was trying to pick up other stuff and my inventory was full, so I just like left eggs laying there. But yeah. Events are good in Animal Crossing. The more the better, I feel like. Maybe they don't need to be as long and as excessive, but events are good. Don't they generally have a better flow rather than taking up like two weeks and inundating your island with eggs? I mean, that was really the first one. Well, no, I mean so. historically. I know it was the first one for this one, but I mean okay. the one on like DS and stuff. I guess I can't even really comment on that because this is my first Animal Crossing game. Oh, right on. Email us. <laughs> tell us about Animal I, Crossing 1. I don't remember what I it's called. I bought it for my wife, because did I tell you guys I bought her a Switch? Yeah. How, yes. Has she opened it yet? She opened the Switch, and she's playing some of the stuff on there, but she hasn't gotten into Animal Crossing yet. She doesn't think she'll like it, but... Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I'm hoping that she'll pick it up soon, and maybe next week I can let you guys what know how she, she feels about it, but... She don't play games. I'm trying to get her hooked. What does she play on her Switch? Hulu? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a lot of YouTube. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think she's playing like Tetris 99 and oh, yeah. Wheel of Fortune maybe or something like that. Oh, we have that game. Yeah, so whatever. Maybe I'll play At that least... with her because it's multiplayer. Yeah. At oh, least she's got a console in her hands. Yeah, exactly. That's the important thing. Can you... Like, it's lame that we... Even though we have the same online account, we can't share games. Like, I can't... She has the light, you know? Uh-huh. So if we say wanted to play Wheel of Fortune, which she has on her machine, um, but we wanted to play it on a TV, we couldn't unless I also bought the game. Could you oh, put yeah. her... Wait, can't you download her profile onto your Switch? Uh, and then I don't have, know, you just have to play it on her... Yeah, because Sarah and I are both on both Switches. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. I, yeah. Except for, I don't know if that would put her game on my Switch, though. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's more confusing, I think, than it should be, if I remember. I don't know. I might look into that, too. Because Wheel of Fortune, I feel like I I might want to give that a go. Yeah, on the TV, for sure, too. Because it's got to be, yeah. like, the big ding, ding. Yeah, have, exactly. like, Mana go across. <laughs> yeah, they got Jeopardy on the Switch, dude. I remember playing that on the NES. That game was I sweet. I don't like Jeopardy games for some reason. On They're just different. I don't know why. You know what's fucked up is Vanna White was the one turning the squares back in, on the NES version. I think she's still the one who yeah. would hypothetically be turning the squares or whatever. Now it's like a touch press, a touch screen. Yeah, but it's still <laughs> like her. Touch presses like 40 the... <laughs> years later. Nuts. Dude, it's still the same host, too. What if they keep them in, like, vacuum-sealed bags? Like, yeah, they're... they must. Hyperbaric chambers, man. That's what oh, it's yeah, all about. <laughs> anyway. It's like Futurama. They're going to be, like, their heads are still going to be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll be awesome. Uh, Can't wait. Anywho. Well, Van and White keeps turning, and so does the world. This is an article written by Rebecca Valentine over at gamesindustry.biz. The uncertain, unflinching future of games media is the title of it, and it's all about Jason Schreier, who's one of our favorite video games journalists. 
arguably oh. the best, right? Oh yeah, for, I think he's the I mean, best. He's, if as somebody's breaking news, it's always his name is always attached in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, him heading over to Bloomberg News, man, I thought that was pretty remarkable considering Bloomberg isn't just for gaming or even close to it. I didn't yeah. even know they covered it. So it'll be interesting to see how his writing changes and if there are other things that he follows that are along the same lines. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Maybe he'll expand onto some different topics and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that he is joining like their tech team or something. So he might maybe he'll be covering that kind of stuff too. But I guess they were impressed by his writing or endorsement of the workforce in gaming. So that was kind of something that they wanted him to keep working on. So okay. like unionizing and that kind of stuff. Right. Like or sounded like so. Get rid of that crunch. That's right. And then, yeah, I don't know. I just, I wonder what's going to happen to Kotaku, too, because they lost. I know Gita Jackson went to Vice Games recently. They still have really good people over there coming up with really good stories, but it just seems like there's a lot of massive exodus since that one Go Media or whatever took over production yeah. or took over their purchased their organization or whatnot yeah, and all um, that crazy shit went down on twitter and stuff like that yeah and they do what was it what's that sports show that you know what i'm talking about no i don't remember all the details i just remember it being a clusterfuck of like journalists being pissed yeah. that they weren't like i don't know yeah. <laughs> management was going out of their way i don't i don't yeah. know enough to talk about it <laughs> at oh this fuck time. man i have to like research it <laughs> i can't remember for the life of me what it's somebody out there will know and tweeted me yeah annoy me or uh remind me but i can't remember it's gonna bug the shit out of me anyway a big like sports writing online sports group just news reporting group just basically was shut down because of this the company that owns kotaku so not great things but in quite different news let's talk about what ign was doing on 420 they were pretending it was April Fool's Day and fucking with us with <laughs> a trailer of the Double XL 8K Microsoft Series X, Series Double XL. It's the Xbox Series XXL. Yeah. And it was oh, obviously shit. not Next real based on the number of fucking ports and stuff that were in there. And then the <laughs> fact that it said so many fucking ports, I think, in the actual video. <laughs> if you watched it but i don't know man i don't know how they get away with this stuff because it seems like obviously it's an april fool's joke but it's also 420 so i wasn't anticipating an april fool's joke on 420 and right i was just like what the fuck and i don't know how they get away with using microsoft's property for like their own entertainment and stuff maybe xbox just doesn't give a shit which is fine it's i mean it doesn't it's not like it hurts their bottom line probably Free or anything, publicity, but... right it's like a commercial they didn't pay for yeah kind of but what if people actually think that's a real thing <laughs> that's true like i almost kind of did or well, the, the the thing is it's so absurd and xbox has done such crazy shit is that it could be <laughs> yeah <laughs> well exactly and if it wasn't for the part where it said so many fucking ports there's enough of it to where it was believable and enough to where it was like this is fucking bullshit right like you, when you say right you're like there's still a question in your mind of whether or not it's bullshit and the <laughs> same thing with that mandalorian season two trailer 
that's even more inexplicable how they got away with Disney property editing that into their own form. But um, maybe they just haven't been sued yet. <laughs> yeah, I I think they do this pretty regularly though. Like yeah, I know they do April Fool's jokes and stuff like that. So, uh, but I thought it was pretty funny. The Mandalorian one. It, I'm I don't know about you, dude. Do you like April Fool's Day? I'm not against it. I I oh. never really take part though. No, I don't. Here's the thing, man. I don't fucking care for it. I, I don't like being <laughs> fucked with, like, at all. And it's one thing if you, like, play, like, somewhat of a practical joke on me, or if you're fucking with me in, like, some sort of way. Like, if you're playing around with me, that's fine, whatever. But we used to have a pharmacist that I worked with who would do shit. Like, he would fill Oreos with toothpaste. Oh. And... Instead of cream, like, What's you know, that? you take the cream filling out, fill them with toothpaste and shit. And then you, like, That's hand them around the hospital to, like, other people who work with there. And I'm like, this is fucking not appropriate, dude. That's definitely not appropriate. But I don't like being fucked with. I don't. When I think of April Fool's, I think of, like, when, you know that sprayer thing on the sink? And then you put the rubber band around it? Yeah. And then, yeah. so when, the, that's, that's what I think is April yeah. Fool's. exactly. But not making someone eat something bad or tricking (laughs) them into thinking there's a new console coming out yeah or mandalorian 2 is with a stoner teenager yoda or baby yoda (laughs) teenage yoda so i'm like because i was so stoked to see that because i don't know mandalorian was it was good man i i'm a star wars fiend as you are too so i'll watch anything but I was pretty stoked to watch the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is a lot of shit that I've seen before. And then I saw the end, and I was like, fuck you guys, man. <laughs> Yoda smoking. Trying to build my hopes up like that. I I really liked... Um, the Mandalorian one got me a little bit frustrated, uh, but that was, one, that was the first one that I saw. So then going into the Xbox series XXL, <laughs> I had a feeling where I was like, this isn't, this isn't right. But they did announce, or they did say that they were working on two consoles for the launch. So maybe exactly. this is the smaller version. I don't know why they call it the XXL. And then I start watching the video, and they're like 400 times larger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shit ton of ports. <laughs> I do have to say the graphics in that were were pretty good. Like the way that they made it look bigger, and they added all of those HDMI ports on the back of it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, there were um, seriously like 30 ports that we want. Yeah, it's very funny. I, I thought it I thought it was funny, but I am also somebody who likes like if somebody messes with me, I'll take it I'll take it as a joke and like really enjoy it. So you're a very light lighthearted individual. For the most part. I just try to look at it as I'm not gonna stress out over this <laughs> this stupid thing that's happening to me right now. That's a better way to look at it. Maybe. Maybe. All right, that ends the news. Now we're moving on to our mostly normal question of the week, submitted this week by AJ ID. It's true. The question is, would you ever just want to walk away from technology? Am I getting that right, AJ? Yeah. Do you yeah. ever want to just walk away from technology? Which is just a crazy question for a gamer's podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I guess since I asked it, I'll go first. Uh, I think that there is a large part of me that just has this fantasy of going to live out in the woods like 
um, Into the Wild style. Yeah. Like that book and, well, later on movie, uh, which is a great book and a great movie, by the way. Check it out if you haven't. But, yeah. Um, and great soundtrack. For sure. There's great music in that. But I just think there's so many shitty things about technology. We're, I'm not going to go into it, but, you know, with social media and just everything happening now, now, now that it makes, I think it's just affecting the way people act in general. Yeah. And if you even just spent like a month, a year in the woods, I think everybody would be a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. Like Henry David Thoreau, man. I mean, people still talk about the book Walden. That's basically what he did for, I think it was longer than a month. Maybe it was a month. Plus this is like the 1800s. Right. And he was in his 30s, I think. So he was basically going to die sometime soon anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm with you, AJ. I've thought about that a lot recently, too. Because, I mean, video games are... I mostly think if it weren't for video games, I don't know that I would engage with technology nearly as much as I do. Because Mm -hmm. the main reason that I do is for video games. So if video games weren't a thing, like... I don't really give a shit about social media or anything like that. I would probably just read a bunch more books and stuff and basically be that. And I don't know. I think some parts would be really a lot better. And I, to me, I only use, I use social media for two reasons. To troll people because I think I'm funny or (laughs) to like lift other people up and it's weird to me how many people are out there like on a daily basis to make other people's days shitty. Like when I I wrote a question on Reddit recently and 90% of the people that wrote back were good, helpful thoughts, but I can't tell you exactly what any of them said, except for the one who said, stop dying and get good. (laughs) And that was their only response. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how is that? Why do you take time out of your day to type that to somebody? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So I don't know. And in some ways, I think we would be considerably better off without it sometimes. For sure. A lot less less envy, a lot less FOMO, a lot less. Yeah. Yeah, A lot less knowing everything so fast as well. I don't know. Sometimes too much information is bad. Absolutely. You uh, had said earlier, man, like this immediacy for everything. I know Amazon is delaying its shipments and shit. Yeah. I know I ordered, what did I order? A piece from my bike that broke and it wasn't going to show up till like May 8th. And I was like, what the fuck? May 8th? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's like two weeks from now. What are you talking about? And it just kind of puts <laughs> shit in check of like how much we re- like want that shit like right now. It's so self-focused, yeah. man. Everybody's kind of self-focused, I think. Mm-hmm. Gabe, how about you? I don't, I mean... Kind of like what you're saying, like there's certain aspects of technology that I don't want to be around or I want to walk away from. And it is kind of that social media and that toxic kind of environment of communication that we exist in now. <laughs> um, it'd be nice to get out of that every once in a while and just not see it. there's so much. The news comes so fast without people looking into things further and then that becomes the big story and the narrative doesn't change because that was the first thing that somebody said and like it's it's frustrating so regardless of all of that 
I don't know that I could walk away from like movies and TV and video games just because I, I like them a lot and they're very entertaining for me. So I think that I would kind of stay for those sorts of things, but I would walk away from the other things. I don't know how long I could live like Henry David Thoreau, like out in the woods or like <laughs> Harrison Ford and Call of the Wild. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't I'd know how I first, man. I'm just not very I don't have survival skills. I wouldn't <laughs> lose my mind because of lack of technology. I'd just die because I'd do something stupid or get cold and die. That's uh, all. Technology. That was a good most normal question. Mm-hmm. And I'm only on Twitter. The only reason I'm on Twitter is because of this podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> if you would like to contribute to next week's mostly normal question, please send a DM to at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter or send an email to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Yep. Yeah. That'd be it. And that's not just for a mostly normal question. Like, if you want to ask us any questions about video games in general, reach out to us at those places. I like saying that because we haven't got an email other than from ourselves yet. <laughs> <laughs> on the new one, on the new one, which is brand new. So it's fair. Yeah. So let's say this, whoever, just whatever you email in, we'll read it as long as it's like within the realm of reading it. Don't send us your Final Fantasy VII erotic fan fiction. We don't need to read that. Oh no, we'll, we'll read that as yeah, long we'll as it's read not that. like <laughs> For sure. It's definitely um, in the wheelhouse of readable. Send us yeah. your dick pics from AC Odyssey if you want to. That's yeah, fair. Acceptable. Yeah, that. Not <laughs> your own personal dick pics, mind As you. long as your One fantasy is incredible. Yeah, as long as your fan fiction fantasy is inclusive, yeah, then we're okay with it. Goddamn right. <laughs> uh, AJ, where can people send you their Final Fantasy fan fiction? Well, don't do that, but if you want to give me a follow, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E. John Swanson, where are you? I am at Johnny Samsonite on the Twitterverse. Perfect. I'm Gabe Fall on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. Go ahead. Send us things. Send us questions. Talk to us. Send us weird pictures of your dogs or whatever you're doing in quarantine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> send us ideas for fan gear. Oh, yeah. That you'd yeah. Want. If you want hoodies, if you want a shirt that says the pharmacist with the sharpest wits, yeah. or maybe one that just says mostly normal gamer. Yep. That too. These are all yep. good ideas. Yeah. Yep. Whatever whatever you want to see, we'll do it. If you want Xbox Pope to design you a custom Xbox One X, we'll, we'll send it out to him. It'll cost us <laughs> a lot, but we'll send it out to him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but we need ideas, so send us ideas. Thank you very much for listening this week. It's been a pleasure talking to you and with you about video games. Thank you very much. Happy gaming. Bye! Goodbye! Buy one, get one free colonoscopy. <laughs> yes. Take a friend! <laughs> <laughs>